welcome back to the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast with me, Susanna Rantanen. If you are new to this podcast, this podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employer brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. And this episode is sponsored by Talent Marketing School, where I teach you how to master modern talent marketing. We've all noticed employer branding has become hugely popular, and more and more talents like yourself have started to plan and work with employer branding. And in the previous episode last week, I spoke about what is an employer branding strategy and why do you need one if you work in employer branding. But what happens when you have a strategy or a plan for employer branding? What do you need to do next? Well, that's called implementing your employer brand strategy or a plan. And it's an important phase before you actually start executing employer branding activities. And that's what I'll be sharing with you in this week's episode of the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. How do you implement your employer brand strategy or plan? Implementing and employer branding strategy means that you prepare and uh, you set everything ready for the execution of the employer branding strategy, which I have to emphasize is a different thing. So most often we just think like, oh, we'll just jump off to the execution phase. But there's actually some implementation stuff that you need to prepare before you just start doing it. And uh, I know that uh, you know, this might sound that I'm nitpicking again, but I only do this. I like to split things into little nodes so that you can understand better what is the difference between sort of micro level phases in this world. It's a war, not this world, well, this world, but this work, because I find that when we develop these skills, and these capabilities in ourselves that it's very helpful to understand uh, like more in-depth into the processes of how to do this. Uh, because if you would happen to notice that something isn't working, if you then look at that something on a macro level and you try to analyze like, you know, what isn't working or what's not, it's very difficult to understand like all the details that goes into it. So that's why I'm nitpicking implementation and execution. And this week I'm going to talk about implementation. In your strategy, you've made some key decisions, uh, which I also teach at telemarketing school, such as what are your employer branding goals? How and when do you measure that your success in employer branding? Who your target audience will be or needs to be? And what are those key messages your employer brand marketing needs to drill into those minds and memories of your chosen target audiences? And in which channels, platforms and media do you plan to focus your employer brand marketing efforts and resources? These are all very important key decisions that you need to 
write down and, and agree upon and like confirm before you start implementing or executing anything, because that is the strategy part. When all this is decided and confirmed, and you hopefully also have a, the budget to accomplish your goals and objectives, you move on to this implementation phase. And this is when you start preparing how you put your employer branding strategy into action and how do you keep your employer branding efforts active and in line with your strategy and plan. And um, this uh, is a phase that is easily forgotten about when you uh, budget and plan your resources, such as time, money, tools, pairs of available hands for employer branding. And uh, it is more like a preparatory uh, preparatory phase. And once you have done it, you don't really need to be implementing anything regularly. What you need to be doing then is executing regularly. And now you're probably thinking like, oh, tell me what is the difference between implementation and execution? So I shall tell you. So when implementing your strategy and plan, you are setting everything ready for consistent and efficient work for, uh, you know, making sure that you have the capabilities to execute your strategy in practice and uh, perform those actual tasks in your strategic plan. So uh, let me dig a little bit deeper into this for you. So examples of implementation uh, tasks, for example, updating your career site. And this, I would say, is a key implementation task. And probably all of you need to be making some updates to your career site content and messages after you have finalized your employer brand strategy. And I actually have an episode coming about your career site. So I'm not going to go into too much detail about it right now. Uh, however, I want to say that updating your career site as an implementation task most often does not mean any huge technical updates on the site. Most often it's like paraphrasing words, paraphrasing messages, uh, taking sort of outdated messages away and replacing those with the new key messages to match your new strategy and plan. Refreshing your images to communicate a change on your employer brand uh, strategy. And, and replacing too much text with images and other visuals such as icons, graphics and videos to make your site easier to uh, skim through. And also adding elementary strategic content such as blog posts that are designed to grow awareness and build affinity. And also adding lead magnets, converting your career site visitors either to your employee brand marketing audience or into you know, actual recruitment leads. So this all needs planning and prepping, and it's uh, good to do before you start investing into sharing and promoting your new employer brand marketing messages elsewhere. Because then if people come to your career site and it's completely outdated and has, you know, the old messages, then your career site fails to continue the same story and people get confused. There's a conflict between what you said on social media, for example, or elsewhere, and what they see and read on your career site. So, you know, making some updates to your career site, it's very key implementation task before you start executing your employer brand marketing outside your own website. Building your employer brand marketing photo bank is also 
uh, a key implementation task because all marketing these days require visual support. And I would actually say that most marketing these days, uh, the visual element is actually the key uh, element, not the support element, and the text is the support element. So most of you will be doing employee brand marketing online, creating and promoting content on social media. And for that, you will need photos that help you build uh, and deliver uh, your chosen employee brand key messages and help build the desired employee brand image. And this is a very important implementation task. And you need to get this done before you actually start posting content. So you need a photo bank. And I actually have a free PDF called Quick Tips for Building an Employee Brand Photo Bank that you can download on. Um, I'll actually put download link on the uh, show notes page for this episode, uh, modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 117 for this PDF. If you follow me on Instagram, which you, you should do, uh, go to Talent Marketing Pro. It's available, this link to this uh, PDF, it's free, is available on the highlights under Phoebe's on Instagram at Talent Marketing Pro profile. And if you cannot find it, you can DM me on LinkedIn or Instagram and just ask for this uh, employer brand photo bank PDF and I'll get it for you. Third very important implementation task is updating your social media bios and profile images. So you probably have social media profiles, you know, you've already been using for recruitment marketing and employer branding. So uh, you need to do some updating on your social media bios and profile images after you uh, have uh, confirmed your employer branding strategy. So what should the bios of these profiles include? Very important thing. Who is the, uh, the content that you post on this account, who is it for? So your bio should mention your target audience so people can relate. Uh, and your EVP should be paraphrased so, paraphrased so that it pulls in just the kind of talents whom your EVP should be resonating with. So if you are, uh, if you want to attract, uh, let's say, graphic designers, then in your social media bio that you're using for employer branding and recruit marketing, you need to mention that uh, graphic designers is your target audience. You need to put it there. It needs to be there. Uh, and also what your bio should say, what promise can you deliver through the content on this account? Why should, you know, what does a person get if they start following you? Are you sharing tips and inspiration? Are you showcasing life behind the scenes? Uh, are you sharing behind the scenes of your open jobs and recruitment uh, processes? Um, so what you need to do here is go uh, to your profile that you use for this Check it out and wonder if you should follow the company. What does your bio communicate to an external or a, a potential follower that they can expect to see on this account? So I don't know why I'm so fascinated about uh, using this example, but think radio station. Is your profile a radio station where you play the top 100 hits or is it a country music station? And that you need to state on your bio. Then your bio definitely, most definitely needs to have a link where you want to direct your audience. And 
they should not be a general company website homepage. So your target audience needs to be directed as close to your career site or to your career site. Or if you use this only for recruitment marketing purposes, then obviously to your open jobs page as possible. And then CTA, that means call to action. So what would you like your audience to do now that they have found you? You buyers should tell this as well. I want you to do this. So do you have a lead magnet for generating leads to your employer brand marketing or your recruitment funnel? Uh, and then you put the CTA, the call to action should say downloaded or DM uh, uh, your profile with a keyword so that you can send them the link. Your profile can do wonders for employer branding uh, if you put your bio in order. Of course, different uh, social media bios allow different types and different length of content, but use this as tips and guidance for the ideal bio content. And if you didn't get any of this, go to modernemployerbrand.com podcast 117 and you'll have this information there in written. Now, what about the profile images? Again, make sure your bio and images support your desired employer brand image and are in line with your employer brand key messages. And update those if you have more space available for a header image on the, on the bio than just the logo. Because not in all social media you can do this, but... Uh, on LinkedIn, you can do this. On Twitter, you can do this. You can do this on YouTube. You can do this on uh, Facebook. You can't do this on TikTok. You can't do this on uh, Instagram. But in many social media, you can. Okay, then planning and organizing your elementary content production. This is also uh, part of the implementation phase. Before you post anything, this is the stuff that you need to do. You need to implement your strategy and plan. Now, Content production, I can tell you that it takes a heck of a lot of time. So don't you rush into your social media before you have an employer brand marketing content ready for you to start scheduling and publishing regularly. Because if you just create one blog or one post or one video, it doesn't go that far. It does take your time, but it kind of adds no value because uh, people won't notice it. So start posting only when you have enough content you can share and repurpose at least for one month. That will, also, if you work always like a one month ahead, that will give you enough time to create your next month's bundle of content before the previous month is over. And that keeps your content publishing phase active. That's key to success. And that active content publishing is executing your employer brand strategy and plan. So implementation phase, when it, before you start, you need to create uh, content at least for one month before you start executing. And then you keep creating content. It's part of the execution after that. Then you keep creating content always in a bundle for one month in advance. Schedule it before you publish it. That's how it goes. That's how you roll it. Now, elementary content, in addition to those photos, the photo bank, are things like uh, uh, blog posts that are and articles, downloadable PDFs, ebooks, videos, podcast episodes that help grow awareness, build employee brand affinity, and convert. 
And uh, these are obviously in line with your key employer branding messages. But these are awareness, affinity related content and information. And uh, for example, PDFs, ebooks, those help you to convert your audience into your employer brand uh, followers and, uh, uh, and leads. What you need to do with this elementary content is obviously that you can sh you can share them, you can promote them, but what more? You can repurpose these many, many, many more times as social media posts than if you just shared a blog. So a very important uh, part of executing your modern employer brand is uh, repurposing, you know, various content that supports your key messages, but doesn't force you to create completely new content over and over again. Organizing your employer branding execution team, sharing and scheduling tasks and responsibilities is also a very important implementation task. Yes, it's shouldn't be just you. And even if you're the only full-time member, you probably have help from, uh, you know, marketing communications or, you know, part-time help from your uh, colleagues. So this is something that you also need to do. It's very good to get organized and understand, you know, who does what, what you expect from people, what they can expect from you before you actually start doing. This is part of creating those processes. How you're going to do employer brand marketing from now on. Also key to organizing yourselves as a group and making sure everyone knows what they're supposed to be doing and, and uh, you know, before, and, and, you know, who is responsible, for example, creating the content, who's responsible for scheduling tasks, uh, it's who's responsible for collecting and analyzing data. You know, these are examples of, you know, the key tasks within uh, building a modern employer brand and executing your uh strategy and plan. Um, and these, you know, you need to share these responsibilities and you need to be scheduling these responsibilities into your guys' uh, calendars so that uh, people actually remember doing those tasks and you actually get to work together uh, and progress, you know, your employer brand uh, strategic implementation execution. Key tasks and responsibilities after the implementation phase are things like ideating and creating new content and posts. How are you going to do that? You need to get organized around this need. Uh, is it one person's responsibility or are you going to group together and do this? What day are you going to do this of the week? How much time you're going to allocate to it? Are you going to do it weekly or biweekly? How are you going to do it? That's the important task of you know grouping and getting organized part of the implementation. Also, publishing or scheduling posts that are ready for this according to your uh, content publication plan. This is also somebody needs to do this. They're not just going to go into social media, uh, you know, by themselves. So who's going to be doing this? Are you, uh, you know, sharing uh, this task that one person is doing it this week, another one next week? Are you going to do it together for an entire month or how are you going to do it? What is the day when you're going to do it? How much time are you going to reserve for it? Is this a regular event? Should be. You need to get organized. Allocating a little bit of 
time weekly to engaging and having conversations with your audience online. Very important task. Also, who's going to do it? Or are you going to share like, uh, you know, weekdays that Mondays, it's your task, Tuesdays, it's mine, and Wednesdays, it's, it's your and so on. And again, if it's not on your calendar, you're not going to do it. And it needs to be a reoccurring uh, uh, time slot. Collecting data and analyzing your marketing results and success. Also, a reoccurring task. Who is going to do this? When are you going to go through the data together uh, that somebody has analyzed and collected already? How are you going to get organized as a group to learn from that data so that you can you know, improve how you're going to do this? Very important and reoccurring task. If it's not on a calendar, it, it doesn't get done. And planning ahead like uh, in general, uh, things like, uh, you know, creating new elementary content. When do we need it? Who's going to be doing that? Or are we going to sort of like order it from someone else? Uh, When do they need our brief? Who's going to do it? Do you have budget for it? Or is it going to be done internally? By when do we need it? And so on. So employee brand marketing needs, you know, a, a fair amount of coordination, planning, managing tasks, managing, you know, participants, schedules, availability of new content for publishing and repurposing. So setting up and getting organized as a team is the key to the implement, a key task in the implementation phase. And also, if you're not, if you don't have a team, if you're going to do this alone, you have limited amount of time. So there are certain activities that you need to get done on a weekly or biweekly basis. So you need to schedule those in your calendar as reoccurring tasks because otherwise they won't get done. Implementation helps you to start creating your employee brand marketing processes and systems, you know, resourcing your time, resourcing people, money for the work, and also resourcing time into using data or learning to use data as your guide so that you can improve your processes, your content, and, and, you know, how you do this work in the future. And the more experienced you want to become, adopting the role of an employee brand manager and managing and developing your employee brand marketing skills, your team, team skills, routines, processes, systems, structures, these are all as important as delivering uh, or in delivering those results as the actual marketing work. If you want to build your career towards becoming professional in employee brand management, sign up at Talent Marketing School. Uh, that's a talent marketing school where I teach online uh, how to build a modern employer brand. And I already have a few courses supporting uh, you yourself to take charge of modern employer branding. And I am planning... Uh, on a program about employer brand management with a certification. So if you sign up at telemarketing school, then you'll stay on the loop about it. However, if for any silly reason (laughs) you are not interested in telemarketing school at this point, make sure you subscribe to my weekly uh, podcast email because then I can still keep you in the loop for any programs, any courses supporting your career development in employer branding and employer brand management that you can decide later. And you can subscribe to my weekly podcast email at modernemployerbrand.com. Okie dokie, folks. That's all for this week. 
My name is Susana Rantanen. I teach you everything you need to know about mastering modern employee branding. Come back next week to learn more about how to build a modern employee brand and adapt to these changes that are making it more and more difficult to convert our audiences into employee brand and other talent marketing value. Moi moi.